So let us try to summarize the previous few verses and few previous few chapters before we come to under, before we come to today's verse. <clears throat> there have been always fights between the demigods and the demons. Always they are fighting. Even in this material world, also if we see the people who are demoniac, and the they are always in war with the people who are uh, people who are like the demigods. So that is always going on. <clears throat> So in one of such battles, Indra he killed Bali Maharaj. In one of such battles, Indra he killed Bali Maharaj. And Bali Maharaj got killed. He was a Mahabhagwat, one of the Mahajans, and he got killed. But when he got killed, immediately some of his associates they picked him up. Took him out of the battlefield and it took them, took him to their guru Shukracharya. Now Shukracharya, although it might seem that he was a guru of the demons, but he was very very powerful, very very powerful Brahmana, and he had a he knew a science, science by which he can bring dead person back to life. Now there was a condition for this. The body has to be well maintained. Even if the person has died, but there should be not any physical cut to the body. See, if that is the situation, then then Shukracharya was able to bring that person back to life. And Bali Maharaj's life, Bali Maharaj's body was immediately protected by all the demons. So Shukracharya brought back Bali to the to life. Hmm? Imagine. We are in such a situation. We are in the hospital. We are about to die, and some of the doctors, they take special cares. They put special efforts, and they help us revive from that situation. Imagine how much will we be indebted to those doctors? Hmm? We'll be certainly be very grateful to them for saving our life, because this life is very precious, which is because it is engaged in Krishna's service. So if somebody saves us. Hmm? Will be indebted to them. So here, Bali Maharaj, when he understood, when he realized that Shukracharya had did such a big favor on him by saving him, so he offered his everything to Shukracharya. He started serving Shukracharya by making him as his life and soul. He was naturally his guru, but then after this particular incident, Bali was Bali surrendered completely to Shukracharya. And he follow everything what is said, and he pleased Shukracharya to such an extent. He pleased him to such an extent that Shukracharya gave Bali all his power. In fact, it it is said that Shukracharya gave everything what he had to his disciple Bali, and he made him a powerful, powerful. Powerful personality in the whole of the world, and then he told Bali, "Now you perform the sacrifice for catch, capturing the whole world, Vijitashwa. Vijitash, I think so." Hmm? So when when Bali Maharaj performed that sacrifice, he got all the divine weapons and everything, all the blessings from Prahlad Maharaj and all so many other great personalities, and then Bali Maharaj. 
he took his all his army and attacked the kingdom of indra now indra try to understand indra's mentality indra although is a devotee karma mishra bhakta but as soon as the job is done he starts enjoys life enjoying his life now bali was killed so he was in this understanding that bali is now dead so now i can enjoy this kingdom without any problems i can go on and on and on and nobody is going to trouble me so bali came back to life and, th- and that was a big surprise for indra indra was enjoying and all of a sudden bali captured the whole of his kingdom from all the sides and then bali he blew the shank blew his conchel and he declared war against indra he said indra i am challenging you come on let us fight now indra never in his dreams could have thought that bali is alive so he went and who has who did this guts to declare a war against the demigod so he went and saw and he saw bali saw bali and he was half dead his his he was he was as if he lost his battle there itself by seeing bali there he lost his confidence but then he went and took shelter of his guru there bali took shelter of shukracharya and here he took shelter of brahaspati as soon as he invited brahaspati ji gurudev please come and see all this tamasha what is happening how is this bali come back to life and then brahaspati was not a ordinary person as soon as he saw bali and he saw shukracharya along with him so he understood and he saw the glow of bali he saw the power of bali and he said my dear indra bali has pleased his gurudev shukracharya and i can see that shukracharya has bestowed all his power in bali and i can tell you at this time even the supreme personality of godhead cannot defeat bali forget about you and me even the supreme lord cannot defeat he said why gurudev because he is under the protection of the brahmana hmm? because the brahmana is protecting him so there is no way that supreme personality of godhead even can kill him so she so said gurudev what to be done now she so gurudev told him that indra let us go from here without fighting let us give this kingdom straight to bali so bali got is bali got indra's kingdom very easily but now shukracharya he knew that nobody can become indra like this one has to perform 100 ashwamega 100 yagya sacrifices so immediately shukracharya he arranged that bali perform this sacrifice and it, that that was going on but now there was a situation with the mother of the demigods aditi she was very sad she was lamenting oh my sons lost all the property my, my sons lost all the business all the wealth they lost it so as a typical mother who will want all the facilities to be given to her sons she started crying and she started praying and then kashyap muni who was who went to do tapasya he also came at that time so she submitted herself to the husband and she requested oh my dear lord my dear husband please help me because my sons they have no house all their business has doomed 
So what should I do? I am a mother. I need to care for them. You are a sadhu. You always travel everywhere. You have no problem. Hmm? For your because demigods are also your son and demons are also your son. So you are very neutral to all of them. But I am the mother of the demigods, and I have to look for the. I am concerned for my for my sons. So. <coughs> Mother Aditi, she convinced Kashyabji, and then Kashyabji told her a secret that look, at this situation even I can't do anything because he is under the protection of Brahmana. Bali Maharaj is under protection of Brahmana, so I can't do anything. And Bali has captured the kingdom, so there has to be done something by the Supreme Lord. If Supreme Lord intervenes, then then something is possible. So you do this payavrata. For twelve days, and you you please the supreme personality of Godhead, and then let the supreme Lord decide what has to be done. He gave the instructions, he gave the mantra, and she followed all the process, and the supreme Lord appeared. So Aditi, offering prostrate obeisances to the supreme Lord, she requested the supreme Lord, Oh my dear Lord, please help my sons. Hmm? And then the Lord said, Okay, I will come. As Vamana, and I will take away everything from Bali. So to fulfill the desire of Mother Aditi, Lord, the Supreme Lord, He came as a Vamana, and when He appeared, He start He He converted Himself into a dwarf, a tiny little Brahmana, and He started walking towards the arena where Bali was performing His ninety-ninth sacrifice. And as soon as This Vamana entered the arena of sacrifice. All of the Brahmanas there, they were confused. Who is this? Is this sun god? Who is this? Who is glowing? Who is hundreds of suns? Effulgence is coming from this body. Who is he? Then, as soon as that Brahmana came, that dwarf Brahmana came near and near. They saw that this person, some of them who understood is Vishnu, and or some of them who understood that he is a. one of the greatest of the brahmanas they all stood up and offered great respects to him and then vamandev he requested for three steps of land now we need to understand the position of bali maharaj it's very important in this whole chapter we need to understand the the situation of bali maharaj We say Bali Maharaj is a pure devotee, but we also see that Bali Maharaj is siding by the demons, and just like normal demons and demigods, they fight. So why Bali Maharaj has also to fight? He is a Mahabhagwat, he is a Mahajan, but why he also has to fight? Hmm? So all these things needs to be answered. So let us try to understand the life of Bali Maharaj. So Bali Maharaj is blessed by. Pralad Maharaj, the, his grandfather, and therefore by by the mercy of Pralad Maharaj, he was a pure, unalloyed devotee of the Lord. Although he was born in the family of demons, that means we should understand that even though somebody is born in any any kind of family, but by mercy of a pure devotee, if he come in association with a pure devotee. And one will become like them. One will become a pure, unholy devotee of the Lord. So, Pralad Maharaj, mercy by mercy of the Pralad Maharaj, Bali Maharaj also became 
a pure devotee <clears throat> so there are two kinds of highly elevated devotees one is sadhana siddha and second is kripa siddha what is sadhana siddha and what is kripa siddha sadhana siddha refers to those devotees who are practicing their spiritual life under the guidance of the spiritual master the shastra and gradually gradually they they are elevated on the platform of pure pure devotional service hmm? gradually it happens hmm? <clears throat> and <clears throat> gradually uh, there are other other devotees who are kripa siddhas hmm? they simply they render ple- they please the sadhu and by the causeless mercy of a sadhu they are elevated on the platform of pure devotional service kripa by the mercy of kripa this is called kripa siddha getting perfection by the mercy of a sadhu and krishna <clears throat> now there are many examples and one of the prominent examples of kripa siddha are the yagya patnis and another example is maharaj bali yagya patnis this past tense which took place here in vrindavan so their husbands were all vedic scholars they are all great great panditas they used to do so many sacrifices but they they into they were engaged in karma kanda activities and they had no faith in krishna balram so when krishna balram sent their associate to this brahmanas they rejected their offer and so they did not get the mercy of krishna and balram hmm? but on the other side krishna and balram sent the boys to the brahmanas brahmanas wives and brahmanas wives they gave up everything and they came and served krishna balram and so they got the mercy of krishna balram they became pure anala devotees of the lord so similar is the situation with virochini <coughs> bali maharaj he received the causeless mercy of prahlad maharaj and by the mercy he by his mercy by prahlad maharaj's mercy he also received the mercy of lord vishnu by the mercy of guru one gets krishna we need to understand this fact how to get guru by the mercy of krishna one gets guru and then by the mercy of guru one gets krishna hmm? this is a secret you need to understand we need to take shelter of a sadhu <clears throat> so so chaitanya mahaprabhu also has confirmed this fact what guru krishna prasade pae bhakti lata bij the bali maharaj he became a kripa siddha because of the mercy of prahlad maharaj and krishna hmm? and chaitanya mahaprabhu also confirming this so prahlad maharaj he planted the seed of devotion in the heart of bali prahlad maharaj planted the seed of devotion hmm? and when that seed developed he achieved the ultimate fruit of that seed was the darshan of lord vaman dev and when did he get that darshan when vaman dev came as a dwarf brahmana when lord vaman lord vishnu came as a dwarf brahmana to beg mercy to beg three steps of land our acharya say that that is actually the <clears throat> the ultimate fruit of of bali maharaj service which has manifested in the form of lord vamanadev 
एंड एज सुन एज द लॉर्ड केम इन फ्रंट ऑफ हिम बली महाराज अटेंड द स्टेज द लव ऑफ गॉड हेड ही गॉट द प्रेम प्रेमा भूमार तो महान ही गॉट दट प्रेमा एंड इमीजिएटली वेन डिड ही गेट दैट इमीजिएटली द लॉर्ड केम द लॉर्ड ग्रांटेड हिम प्रेमा भक्ति एज सुन एज द लॉर्ड अराइव देयर ही ब्लेस्ड बली महाराज एंड ही ग्रांटेड बाई इज दर्शन ही अटेंड द प्योर अनलॉयड लव फॉर लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण now bali maharaj although he was he was with the demons he was fighting against the demigods against indra and so many other different people but bali regularly maintained the devotion for the lord in his heart now many of our devotees also who are who are living in the cities they are practicing their krishna conscious life but they have to work in offices but when they go to their offices but they still have their devotion in their heart hmm? we might go to foreign land where there are absolutely no devotees sometimes but that in every activity in every activity activity of ours that devotion towards our lord is always there hmm? so we try our best to remember krishna even though the circumstances are different <clears throat> so bali regularly maintained devotion towards the lord and because of that he was he was purified uh, he was he was purified and when the lord appeared the lord gave him krishna prem the lord granted him the prema bhakti <clears throat> and because of the unalloyed love only that how how was this love exhibited when lord vamandev requested bali give me three steps of land immediately bali agreed that i will give who will give like this If somebody comes to you and asks, oh, if somebody is a grahastha here and says, okay, you give me all your property, all your cars, all your wealth, everything to me. Let us go to registration office in Mathura and you transfer everything to me. Who will do that? Bali did. Lord Vamana requested, bend, transfer all your property to me, and Bali agreed. Immediately agreed. Why he immediately agreed? Because of love. Because Bali was a pure devotee. He had love for. He had. He has got prema bhakti. So Bali, this is a sign of love. This this reciprocation of Bali. The Lord is asking, and Bali is giving. This is love. Hmm? Out of love, Bali gave everything to to supreme supreme Lord Lord Vamandev. <clears throat> Now. <clears throat> so bali maharaj is therefore understood to be one who received the highest perfection by the special causeless mercy of prahlad maharaj and lord vishnu lord vamandev we need to understand hmm, that there are such devotees as well hmm. <clears throat> so although <clears throat> bali maharaj was very very much he knew that This Vaman Dev, Lord Vishnu, has come on behalf of the demigods. For what purpose has he come? He has come to take away everything from me. And he knew that this is a kind of a cheating which the Lord Vaman is doing. He is asking for three steps of land, and and when Bali is agreeing to give the three steps of land, this little boy, little Brahmana, is covering the whole universe. and now is and now that bali is now that lord is saying where is my third step where should i keep my third step you rascal you should go to hell now 
you should suffer in the lower planetary systems hmm? so you so bali knew that this is in one sense cheating hmm? this is cheating a brahmana is coming and cheating and out of cheating he is asking three steps of land isn't it he is asking three steps of land should take three steps of land and finish it off how can you in the name of three steps of land you capture the whole world so it was cheating hmm? it is said that god is good and this is a fact whether he cheats or he rewards he is always good hmm? and bali maharaj he knew that that whatever the lord has been doing is best for him so bali ma so we as devotees we need to understand this this we have to take this lesson from the life of bali maharaj even if a situation comes in our life that everything is taken away from us everything is taken away from us we need to understand this as the special mercy of the lord because the lord his name is hari sarva avangal hare premadiya hare man he takes away all everything from the people he takes away all the inauspiciousness from the life of the devotees when we offer our respectful obeisances to the to the supreme lord then by his glance itself he take away he takes away all the inauspiciousness from the life of that person so if he, if the lord thinks that this devotee now should come on the next stage of spiritual life so let me take away everything from him Then the Lord takes it away. So do not be morose. Do not be sad. Hmm? There is a Lord's causeless mercy on us. Huh? The Lord is taking away everything. Sometimes devotees they lose their services, their posts and positions. Hmm? So we lament. But we should know that we should have complete faith in the Lord. The Lord certainly has a plan for us. Hmm? For those and especially for those devotees who have no other shelter. those who have completely taken shelter of the supreme lord for them the lord makes all the arrangements there is nothing for them to worry <clears throat> bali maharaj when he glorified lord vishnu he said oh my dear lord your uttam shlok so the scriptures they have chosen verses for you you are glorified with chosen verses uttam shlok hmm? <clears throat> on behalf of the demigods you have come to me and you are asking this you are asking this three steps of land from me you are cheating me you consider this demigods as your devotees and you don't consider me as a devotee that is fine i know i am not a devotee i am born in the demonic family so i am certainly not your devotee i can understand that and you are bestowing your causeless mercy on the demigods but what i think that you have come to glorify my devotional service this is what i understand that you are cheating them not me actually you are cheating the demigods you have come here to me and you are bestowing all the causeless mercy on me so in actually you are cheating the demigods not me you are taking away everything from me and giving all the nonsense crap things to to indra and the demigods so you are actually bestowing your causeless mercy on me not on the demigods this is what i can understand so you are not cheating actually me you are cheating the demigods oh lord your uttam shlok and i know hmm, this is your sweet little leela <clears throat> and bali maharaj is saying see my great fortune hmm? the whole world is behind your good wife lakshmi 
and that good and your good wife is always serving you you are a you are a husband of goddess of fortune vaikuntha uh, lakshmipati and you have come here begging from me this whole world belong to you i captured it from your devotees indra and other demigods i captured it and you have come here begging for it so i understand mm, that this is causeless mercy on me mm. <clears throat> so you are asking for the third step of land from me and you are saying i have nothing to give to you but my dear lord excuse me i have something to give you mm. it is myself i want to offer myself unto your lotus feet atma nivedanam bali maharaj is saying this whole world belong to me i captured it it belong to me but my value is more than all this property so you can keep your third step on my lotus uh, your lotus feet on my head hmm? this is this is my property hmm? and actually it is said that the value of a person is double that is property hmm? so vishwanathur dagra says that i am giving you more than you are asking for so in two steps you conquered everything double of that four times right plus this so i'm giving you more than you are asking me come come on now please place your feet lotus feet on my head and purify my existence and i am i am not i have not cheated you the whole world should know this i have not cheated you you have come here with intention to cheat me but i have not cheated you i am keeping my word i am giving you myself Mm. please accept my humble obeisances mm. and keep please your lotus feet on my head so one might one might ask how bali maharaj head could be sufficient for this third step mm. so as i have told that the possessor bali maharaj had this understanding that the possessor of the wealth must be greater than the possession mm. that's why Hmm. So, <clears throat> the Lord Vamandev kept the third feet on Bali's head. Hmm. <clears throat> so Bali Maharaj understands that the punishment which was given to him was actually the greatest mercy ever bestowed on anyone. Hmm. As <clears throat> in the Shrimad Bhagavatam. इट इज सैड तत्न कंपम सुसमीक्षमानो भुंजान एवात्मा कृतम विपाक हृदवा वपुर्भिर्विधान नमस्ते जीवेत यो मुक्ति पदेश दाय भाग वन हू सीक्स युअर कंपैशन एंड दस टॉलरेट्स ऑल द काइंड ऑफ एवरसेस इन लाइफ इन इवन इफ देर आर सिचुएशन वेर नथिंग वर्क फॉर यू बट वन टॉलरेट्स दिस कंसिडरिंग दिस एज माई वन ऑफ आवर पास डीड्स and accepts this as the mercy of the lord then such person is actually such devotee is actually fit candidate for liberation <clears throat> a devotee he very well knows that a devotee he very well knows that anything happening in his life 
is by the mercy of the supreme lord so this shiksha we have to take from bali maharaj's life if everything goes from our life we shall offer our every whatever we have we shall offer ourselves out to to the supreme lord <clears throat> now what is the nature of bali maharaj's devotion we need to understand it is atmanivedanam the word atmanivedanam means a stage at which one has no motives other than serving the lord completely hmm? and offering everything to the lord for his pleasure this is atmanivedanam bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur it says that atmanivedanam means offering krishna everything including one's body including one's mind including one's intelligence and whatever one may possess one should offer everything to the lord this is atmanivedanam this is what bali maharaj did he offered everything he had including himself he offered everything hmm? so such a devotee such a devotee who is offered everything to the lord is compared to a cow hmm? who is scared by his master now there is a cow who, who has a master so she doesn't have to worry worry for her maintenance she doesn't have to worry that when if her when her food is going to come or is she going to be killed by the slot by some some butcher butchers hmm? will she be sent to slaughter house she doesn't have to be worried because she has taken shelter of a master and all her activities are for the pleasure of the master so that master takes care of him of that cow so similarly a devotee who has completely surrendered to the supreme lord he has no tension of anything because he is cared by he is protected by the supreme lord hmm? supreme lord supplies him everything supreme lord maintains him everything all what is required for him is provided by the supreme lord why because he has submitted everything to the lord so it is lord's responsibility to protect and he protects he maintains he maintains there are many examples in scriptures one of the biggest example is shri prabhupad he went with 40 rupees in his hands to usa and what happened 650 centers after 50 years 11 centers in 111 centers uh, 11 years 108 centers in 40 rupees which company in the world in 11 in 11 years could expand such on a wide scale but a devotee who has surrendered completely to the lotus feet of the lord for what purpose did shri prabhupad go there to fulfill the desire of his spiritual master if you know english go to the west and preach hmm? shri prabhupad went to the west and he took all the troubles for spreading the message of the lord shri prabhupad had unflinching faith that prithvite ache nagar adi gram sarvatra prachara hoi ba moro naam prabhupad had unflinching faith so this unflinching faith in the spiritual master this unflinching faith in the supreme lord the unflinching faith in the holy name unflinching faith in the bhagavatam this is what we should have hmm? if one has unflinching faith then one can then one can give such faith to others shri prabhupad with this conviction he went there and when he went to the west 
he did not compromise on any philosophy it is not that he spoke from some western authors tried to glorify the western authors the western people no he spoke straight from the bhagavad gita he spoke straight from shrimad bhagavatam he spoke straight from chaitanya charitamrit the power of the glories of the lord is so much that if if the if the glories of the lord are simply chanted and if that glories enters the heart ears of the conditioned soul his he is bound to become a devotee of the lord that is the power of the lord's glories name fame pastimes and shila prabhupada demonstrated that how we should be preaching shila prabhupada told very clearly when he go to the west he he spoke straight away from the bhagavad gita bhagavatam chaitanya charitamrit he told the glories of the lord to this new people and all this all this condition sold when they heard when they heard about krishna's name his fame his pastimes they got purified and they became devotees we should be following in the same way in the similar way we should not compromise when you are presenting our scriptures <clears throat> if you are compromising that means we don't have unflinching faith in our own scriptures shila prabhupada demonstrated practically how preaching has to be done in the western world so we have to simply follow that not to no need to invent a new way of preaching simply follow his divine grace hmm? <clears throat> at the conclusion of the bhagavad gita <clears throat> lord krishna had advised us all of us to surrender unto him sarva dharman parityajya maam ekam sharanam raja he told in the bhagavad gita and he promised that all the protection will be given to such devotees unfortunately people in this age of kali are not able to understand this statement of from lord krishna in the bhagavad gita and they cannot accept these instructions therefore krishna had to come back with the same mission we need to understand what is the mission of the lord mission of the lord is to attract the conditioned souls towards him to help the conditioned living entity develop prema that is his mission and for that mission he comes again and again performs various pastimes and he helps the conditioned souls to develop love for him by sweet pastimes so when krishna gave this instruction he could not people did not understand properly so he had to come back so he came as sri chaitanya mahaprabhu and he executed the same mission in a very different way what was a different way so <clears throat> as lord krishna is the supreme personality of god he ordered us to surrender himself chaitanya mahaprabhu taught us by becoming a devotee by becoming a acharya he taught us how to surrender to krishna he taught by example hmm? how should one perform devotional service this is what he taught <clears throat> therefore our goswami is dev praise chaitanya mahaprabhu namo mahavadanyaya krishna prema pradayate so chaitanya mahaprabhu is giving krishna to everyone very easily hmm? <clears throat> lord shri krishna is certainly the supreme personality of godhead but he is not as magnanimous as sri chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm? lord krishna gave orders to everyone 
become my devotee come on become my devotee he ordered everyone on the battlefield of kurukshetra man mana abhomat bhakto mati aji mam namaskuru but sri chaitanya mahaprabhu actually taught us the process of krishna consciousness that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu is very near to the devotees he is very very kind to the devotees because he understands the feelings of a devotees <clears throat> so if one wants to become a devotee of krishna he must first take shelter of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu Mm-hmm. and follow in the footsteps of the six goswamis and the followers of the six goswamis mm-hmm. we have to take shelter of their lotus feet the sadhus sri chaitanya mahaprabhu and then krishna is easily available mm-hmm.